Bokir Tov, good morning. September 27th. After 20 years, okay. 30 years. Okay. Yallah. We are on page 8. Okay, we were talking about the, uh, the uh, professional who made an error. The butcher, the electrician, pick whoever you want. I asked him to do something for me. The plumber. Hey, plumber, you name it. Yeah? And he messed up. So is he obligated to pay me back for the damages or not? We saw two opinions. Right? One opinion said, absolutely. Right? And the other opinion said, well, it depends. Did he pay? Did you pay or did he do it for free? Okay? And that's where we were in the middle of that conversation. So let's pick up. Uh, let's see. ATV. Okay, uh, we did that one already. No, down, down, down. Amazik, Poshayahu, Shkot Mikan, Shkot Mikan. Okay, here we go. Okay, yeah, but Mahloka. Let's get to the Mahloka. So, we first have the opinion in the beginning of the, uh, we said Shmuel is the one who told us that the butcher who who damaged has to pay. That's what he said. Tabach, Uman, Shikilkel, Hayav, Lishalim. Maziku, Poshayahu. Right, he's a Mazik, he's a damager, and he's negligent. Why we said why you have to say both? Because well, you might have thought if I only said one, then if he did it for free, you wouldn't have to pay. No, even if he did it for free, he has to pay. That's Shmuel's opinion. We challenged Shmuel's opinion with a statement that said that if you gave it to the professional butcher, patur. Oh, patur, you said hayav. No, one, we said one opinion is Meir, one opinion is chachamim. That's where we ended yesterday's class. So we're going to pick up like five lines down into the wide lines. It says, man itle hai svara. Right? That's where, that's where we are. Whose opinion is it that you're telling me now that says Hayav? It's a Bimeir. How do we know? The Amar Bimeir is the one who holds that the, the butcher, I don't care if he's a professional or not, if he messed up, he's going to pay me because he should have realized that the, the animal, when you come to slaughter it, moves around. It moves around. It doesn't matter if you tie it up or not tie it up. I don't know if you guys ever saw what happens when you slaughter an animal, the animal moves around. So you have to be very careful, especially when you're slaughtering, and if the knife goes to the wrong place, and it's over. So the animal is unkosher. So the Bibi says, I don't care how professional the guy is. If he messed up, it's his problem. He's, uh, he's obligated to be super careful, and therefore he's going to pay. And I says, okay, that's what you want to say. It's the Bibi's opinion. I need to know where you got that from. Where's the source of this Rebimi'ir that you're saying that the professional has to pay no matter what? Manah says, Hey Rebimi'ir. Which source of Rebimi'ir are you quoting? Ilema, if you want to tell me it's the following. You with me? First word lines of Rebimi'ir is like seven lines of the wide lines. Ilema, aha Rebimi'ir, the following. Ditnan. Mishnah says as follows. Kisharo ba'ala b'mosera v'na'al b'faneha kara'oi v'yatsa v'hizik. So I tied up the animal, okay? Or I locked it in the gate the right way. I did what I was supposed to do to protect it, make sure it doesn't get out and hurt somebody. And you know what happened? Yatsav hizik. The animal was able to get out. It got out and it caused damage. Ben tam, ben mu'ad. It doesn't matter if it's a calm animal, it's a wild animal. Hayav. You have to pay. Divrei ribimir. Ribimir. Here you go. Ribimir says, you did everything you could do. I locked up the animal. I tied up the animal. I did everything I had to do. And it got out anyway. It's tough luck on you. You have to pay. Just like the butcher, who's professional, tied up the animal, you have to pay. It must be this is the source of the bimi'ir that we're talking about. Manah says, no, that's not the source. Hatam epilige. Okay, over there, that argue this about the animal getting out of the pen and causing damage. It's a mahlokin about psukim between the bimi'ir and chachamim. It has nothing to do with the logic of the svara of the guy should have been more careful. Because you're looking at, that's what we're looking for. You tell me the butcher is responsible because he should have been more careful. 
I want to know where did Bibi get that from? Is it this case? No, it's not the case over here that the animal got out of the pen. Over there, the, it's talking about the Gemara knows that they're arguing about a psukim in the, in the Torah. Okay. Ela must be a different case. The Bibi Irdit not the following case. Let's Adom This is all good for all the guys that are in the garment business. Yeah? You give the guy the wool, you tell him to dye it red. He comes back, he gives you black. He gives you green. Yeah, I get that, right? That happens all the time. You open the box, what's inside? Okay, okay. So now, what happens? What, who's responsible now? Now, over here, I provided the fabric, I gave him the wool. And I just gave it to the dye house to dye it for me. Yeah, so it's not just a just a straight out contract. It was my it was my wool. Okay, so I gave him the raw materials and he messed up now. Okay, yeah, so he says, "Nitan, let huh, happens in Syria. in Syria. Oh yeah, they might they like dye, black. We dye the, uh, the color. You dye the colors. Yeah. Okay, fine. So here you go. Yeah, yeah. So he says, "Nitan, let's bow alo edom o shahor." Or shahor tseva o adom doesn't make a difference. The guy didn't do what I asked. I asked for blue, I got green. I asked for yellow, I got white, red, whatever. Right? He says, "Nibimiir omer no tenlo dmetz maro." Okay, Nibimiir says, "You know what you do? You have to pay the value of the fabric to the guy. You have to pay the value of the fabric. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay whatever the cost." Ah, good. So the man says, "No, no, hatam. You know why he's the pain full over there? He's paying for the fabric." You, it's like you burnt it with your hands. You would directly die. You, he wanted red, you made black. That's like you took the fire and you lit it on fire. You burnt it. It's direct damage. It's like that's not a, right. That's not. Oh, you should have been more careful. That's the total uh, right negligence. Right. So that's not the case we're talking about. Okay. Ela, different case of the Bimir. Bimir says as follows. I'm walking down the block, okay? I'm carrying some things. I walked out of Sal's Hardware. My wife told me, buy me some vase, some picture. I don't know what. I, I, it fell out of my hand. It broke. broke. It's on the floor now on the sidewalk. I didn't pick it up. I'm not laying out of club. I walked. I left. Somebody comes. Slip. Yeah. Now, am I responsible for that guy? Yes. Am I responsible for that guy? So that's what he says. Let's see what he says. Okay, here we go. He says like this. I'm walking down the block. He says, My pitcher broke. I didn't pick it up. My animal tipped over. The animal, big camel with a big load, fell over. And I didn't pick it up. Okay. Okay. Okay, he says, Rabbi Mi'ir's opinion is he would be responsible for any damages that resulted after that. And the rabbi says, no, Chachamim disagree. You, you, the, somebody else cannot make you pay them for damages that happened to them if the guy, let's say, fell on it or tripped on it afterwards. But, they can't make it. Why, why, why would they, why, why would Chachamim say patur? Somebody tripped on my thing that I broke on the floor. Yeah, yeah, watch, uh, watch where you're walking. Who told you to walk walking. over here? Look where you're going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, okay. So, yeah. so, yeah. so the Gemara says, what's going on? Uh, on your property. Yeah, they saw you. In American law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right>. Chachamim <laughs> say no. Chachamim, according to Chachamim's opinion over here is, you should watch where you're walking. Why are you walking over here? You saw the thing fell in front of you. You're not looking where you're going. You're looking at your phone. It's your problem. Why are you looking at your phone? What? In Syria, if you fall on whatever you throw on, they hit you. Watch where you're walking. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. So they said, so what are they arguing? Rabbi Meir says you're responsible for the damage. Chachamim say you're not responsible. What are they arguing? Manah says, Someone who trips, do we call him negligent or not? That's what they're arguing about. 
Mm-hmm. Are you negligent? Do you have to watch where you're going? Okay. A hundred percent yes? Okay, it's a mahluk between me and Chachamim. So over here we see Rabbi Misei is chayav. I'm responsible. Even though, you're right, I could, I should say, hey, this guy should have been careful. No, I'm still yeah. responsible. So over here you see Rabbi Misei is putting a higher level of responsibility. So, so too by the animal, by the butcher. He's putting a higher level of responsibility on the guy. And that's why he's going to be chayav. Okay, that's what I want to say. That's the source. Amar Babar Barhana, Amar Abi Yohanan, Tabach Uman Shikilkel, Afiluhu Uman, yeah, that's what he says. Okay, so he says he's going to be responsible. So the Baba Bahana says in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, okay, that he's going a, 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 a butcher that made a mistake, like Rabbi Meir's statement is, he's coming down on the same side as Rabbi Meir. He's, he's responsible, and not only a, a professional butcher, I don't care, he could be the most professional in the world. Mm-hmm. The top guy. He's going to pay also if he damages. That's what he says. So says, wait, did Rabbi Yohanan really agree? We know Rabbi Meir says that. Now we're saying Rabbi Yohanan saying the same thing. The man says, where did Rabbi Yohanan say that? There was a story, there was a case that came before Rabbi Yohanan in the Beit Knesset in this town of Ma'on. The Amar, I mean, they came, must be the Tabah messed up. They came to the Biyu Hanan to ask what to do, right? Amar le, zil aiti ra'aya demamhit letarnegolim ve'iftarcha. Bring me professional proof. Bring me proof that you're professional. And you are professional for slaughtering, interesting, tarnegolim. Tarnegol over here, right? Chickens? Uh, and I'll make you patur. Now, you just told me Rabbi Yohanan says that I don't care if he's the best butcher in the world, he's going to be responsible. But over here, it seems to be saying that Rabbi Yohanan told the butcher, bring me your credentials, show me you're a professional, and I'll let you, I'll make you patur. So make up your mind, Rabbi Yohanan, are you hayav or you patur if the butcher messes up? Messes la kashia. Kan bechinam, kan besachar. Did you do it for free or you got paid for it? Right. Which means that Rabbi Yohanan is agreeing to be Me'ir, but he said, oh, time out. If you paid, you're going to be responsible. Yeah. If you're going to do it for free, so we'll talk about why you're going to... Now, even, even though you have a higher responsibility, but if you do it for free, somehow you're going to become patur. Right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, uh. And, the, and it matters on your credentials. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Only if you're a professional. Because if I'm not a professional, right. I don't care if you did it for free or not. Right. <laughs> now, you, now you're really negligent. You don't, know how to, you don't know how to slaughter. You don't know how to fix the electricity. You went, you got, you know, I'm an electric, so I fix it. Yeah, the electric fire guy burned the house down. Okay. But he's not a professional. He's not a licensed electrician. That's what he's doing. So that guy's always going to be hayav, no matter what. But a guy who's a professional, now, did you get paid or are you doing your friend a favor? Say your neighbor's an electrician price. and he came to ask you to do something? Right. Well, yeah. Let's say he did it for half price instead. Okay, that's what we talked about yesterday. What if I did it at a discount? We have right. to talk about it, right? I got paid, but I'm, I'm, I'm $150 an hour guy. Right. 25 bucks, my friend. You know, yeah. yeah. Cover, my, cover, cover the cost of materials. Right. I'll do the I'll do the labor for free, right? The guy will do that for you sometimes. Your friend, your neighbor, you do something like that. Does that mean he got paid or he didn't get paid? Right. Okay, we'll have to talk about it. But right now he just makes, he makes distinction: free or got paid, right? Black and white. So he says, if it was free, you don't have to pay. If you got paid, you're going to be responsible. That's what that's and therefore Rabbi Yohanan is not contradicting himself over there. The case must have been that the guy did it for free. So he says, listen, the only thing I need from you is to show me your your, your certificate that you're a shohet. If you can prove to me you're a shohet. You're free now. You did it for free. You're going to be patur. Okay. Kam besichar, kiha. We're going to prove that that's true. Kiha de Amar Rebizera. Rebizera says, Harotzeshit hayev lo tabah. You want to be a smart guy? You're going to come with the animal to the shohet. You want to be smart? Now the animal costs a lot of money, right? So you know what you do? Yakdim lo dinar. Give him a dollar before he touches the animal. Mm-hmm. 
Pay him something. Right. Because now, if he messes up, he's going to have to pay for the full animal. Right? You want to be a smart guy, you pay first. Okay? That's what he says. Fine. All right. So now, right now, it comes out that we've come out with an answer that if the guy is getting paid, for paid, he's going to be responsible. The one is going to challenge it. Metive. I'm sending my wheat to the mill to grind. Okay, in those days, you don't go to the, butcher, the store and buy a bag of flour. You got to take your wheat to the butcher. The mm. guy's going to grind it for you, right? He didn't soak the grain, the grains first. What they do is they first soak the grain to get the outer shell off the, off the seed. Because right. otherwise you end up with whole wheat. You don't want whole wheat, one's white bread. Right? So I gave it to the guy. I told him, make me white, white, uh, white flour. He didn't soak them. He made it a whole, bar, a whole wheat or bran, but he gave me back mixed. Yeah. yeah. I took my flour to the baker to make me nice uh, bagels, let's say. He made it into bread that crumbles. You touch it, it falls apart. You can't eat it. Or my animal to the butcher. Vinavla. He made it nevela. Uh, he messed up the, the slaughtering. Says hayav, hayav mepeneshu kinosei sachar. It says over here hayav. Why? Because he's like. He's a, but it says kinosei sachar. Not that he got paid. It says he's like someone who gets paid. Meaning the ruling for that person is the same as of someone who gotten paid, even though he didn't get paid. That's what it says. That's what, the, that's, what, that's what it says. We don't know why yet, but that's what it says. You told me if you're getting paid, hayav. If, it's, if you do it for free, patur. Over here, I was taking it, sounds like for free, and he's ruling down that he's hayav. Why? He's like someone who got paid. Now, Isaac, I don't know why he's like someone who got paid, but the ruling of him, of what he's responsible for, is like someone who got paid. That's what it says. So, Manah says, no, that's not a question. Emma, change it, don't you? Emma, mipene shehuno sesachar. No, no. Say, don't, in the Baraita it said, He's like someone who got paid. Okay. No, no. It's not like someone who got paid, right? Okay. He is someone who got paid. That's why Yahayav, these guys, right. all these guys in the list, the flour, the baker, whatever you want to say, it's all talking about a guy who did get paid, right? And therefore, that's why it says Hayav. And therefore, I'm still okay if he did it for free. Patur, right? We'll stop here. We'll continue tomorrow.